You're listening to The Funny Thing About Ghosts with Sarah Hillier. Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Funny Thing About Ghosts. I'm Sarah Hillier. I'm your host. And in this podcast, we talk about ghosts, the paranormal, and we have some fun about it. I'm going to have comedians on the show. This is my first one, and I'm super freaking pumped. Get ready for a funny, scary, loosey, ghosty time. Um, to get us started, my first guest ever is the incredible... The legendary yeah. Colin Mockery. Thank you. Please, please stay seated. Uh, yeah, Andy is here in the back. He doesn't mm-hmm. have a mic. You might hear him if he ever wants to say anything. He has to run up to one of our mics, <laughs> to which he's allowed to do. Well, you're like, allowed to do it. Yeah, you're allowed absolutely. to do it. Um, you can break. I I consent to you breaking my personal barrier too. Yeah, to run up and do that. Colin, hi. Yes. Hi, Sarah. So, How are you? Thank you for coming. Thanks for asking. Um, my first question for you is, yes. do you believe in ghosts? I do. <gasps> yes! Here's the thing. I, yes! I'm going to explain this. Yes, please. I was Because I, I didn't know, and I was like, should I have asked him before? I'm like, nope, we're just going to go into a blind. Yeah, I, I, uh, I not in a uh, religious way or no, to do with either. it. But I believe that there's a science that perhaps we don't have all the facts to. Yes, okay. All right? I mean, we, we don't really know how life begins. I mean, we know that mechanics, are, but we can't actually make people live because there's that thing that we don't know about. Yeah, exactly. So how can we say we know what happens to you when you're dead? That's exactly what I say. And it's kind of like an improv w- w- rule. We are improvisers, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if like if we're real, then why can't that be real? That's exactly. how I feel. Yeah. So we're like-minded on this. Yes, there's so many things, and I'm sure it'll come up during this podcast, things that made me think, oh, yeah, there's well, that's, something there. That's kind of the the next—well, there's one thing i got to tell you before we get going. All right. If you're okay with this, I am going to try and scare you at some point during the podcast. Okay. Like a bit of a jump scare. Like, I, all right, let me just— I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm 65, and I have two holes in my heart, but <laughs> okay. go ahead. Okay, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Your permission. No, it's good. I'm ready for. I, I give you full permission. It's, okay. You, everyone's okay, heard. Anything happens. Anything it's happens. On it's on me. Uh, it's not my fault. Nope. I asked Colin if I could scare him. Um, okay, Colin. Oh, and this is what? my. <laughs> oh sh- no, that that wasn't it. That wasn't okay. it. That's just my creaky voice from too many early shows a while ago. Um, I want to ask you. Yeah. Have you had any paranormal ghost experiences yourself? I've I've been. Paranormal experience adjacent. Okay, great. So, here's the story. My brother-in-law, um, this was many years ago. My daughter was like three, maybe. Um, a friend of his died in a car crash, and it was the first death of that group. And it was quite a close group. They That's went on vacations big. together. And so, they were kind of devastated. My wife's best friend, Cheryl, belonged to a spiritualist church that she would go to. Uh, and weirdly, her, she comes from a spiritualist family, Death terrifies her. <laughs> That's a whole other episode. Yeah. So um, we go. We'll have the, you back on. Yeah. So Craig, uh, my brother-in-law, says, "I, I, I want to go to this church and see if anything." So you you sit in a uh, circle, and then this uh, medium, I guess, just goes to you and gives you messages from dead people. So he's talking to this one person, and then he he, he kind of look. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I'll get to you in a second. And he's talking, and he goes, "Yeah, okay, okay. Is there a Craig here?" And uh, Craig goes, yeah. Anytime a medium calls you by name, yeah. you're like, you're legit. 
He I didn't tell you my up name. And he goes, Ed just wants you to know he's fine. Described his injuries. Um, and so we were just, of course, all of us going, oh. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of weird. Even now, I'm still yeah. getting that kind of up my. Uh, like a month later, um, he gets a knock on the door and it's his next door neighbor. She said, Hi, I've just moved in and um, I just wanted to say hi. You can take this for what it's worth. I'm just going to tell you this. I have these abilities. Every morning when you drive off to work, there's someone in the car with you, beside you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And has anything, like, what did that, how did that affect him? Like, what, what did that, like, give him closure? Like, he kept trying to get... You know, Ed, if you're with me, lift up this pencil. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Although no. once a towel flapped. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know, I don't know what powers. He, he may have been fairly new. <laughs> Didn't yeah, have all of it. And I like the relationship you have. I hope he was like, Colin, Colin, because you would have called each other. Be like, the towel flapped. The okay. towel flapped. I'm putting it in the book. <laughs> I'm putting it in the book. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you have more stories? Or is that kind of... That's kind of... That's uh, your main story. Once in a play, the ghost of Noel Coward was in the back row, just shaking his head, and then he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> no, that never happened. I have... Uh, my... I, I want to tell one of my... I have an adjacent oh, story. one of yours. Yeah, I'm going to sprinkle them out throughout oh, yeah. my podcast. Oh, yeah. blow your wad here. But my brother had this time in his childhood where he would see stuff, like weird stuff. And he was going to, like, brain doctors, neurologists. Is that what they're called? That's probably their technical term. Yeah. Brain um, doctors, I think they're happy with, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Um, and so one night, he just screams running downstairs to my parents. And he tells them, and then they bring him up to his room. And he says, so we had one of those, like, ranch-style homes where you'd, like, walk down five steps to the foyer. And then from there, you'd walk down into the basement. So Nick was walking, um, I think he was walking back upstairs, the five steps, and he hears our front door open. It's the, the middle of the night, ready for bed. He, he the, Everyone's inside, and we're in the country. He hears the door open. He looks at the door. The door closes. <laughs> and then this huge, huge body lowers down, and he sees the Grim Reaper's face in the doorway and then and he's like nine or eight or nine and then he's like it has terrified him to his core really what a pussy <laughs> yeah like come on nick it's he a grim looked reaper. into the grim reaper's face <laughs> and that somehow traumatized him <laughs> whatever and then so i just remember it was like chaos in his room he's screaming my parents are trying to like talk to him about this wild thing that just happened to him and I'm like on the side, and then my brother Joey's older, just like, I see him walking down the driveway. <laughs> and it was just like, it was just this like big family moment for us. And it was like this thing that stuck with Nick for a long time. But he was like seeing different things at the time. So they don't know if it was like him kind of daydreaming or half asleep or something. But that And was nothing it. since then? Nothing since then. Other things when we were kids, he would see like a shadow at the end of the bed. And stuff uh, like that. Into the bed. My grandfather used to, there were dead people always at the end of his bed talking to him. Yeah. He said, after a while, you just, you know, you just want to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'm used to this. I'm yeah. fine with it. Yeah. So those are kind of our little personal stories of ghost experiences that we've had. Would you want to see, I mean, part of me goes, yeah, of course I'd love to see one. And then part of me thinks, would that, 
Would it be a good? I mean, if it was someone I knew. Well, someone, yeah, yeah. I think I think I'm open to it. And I think apparently you can, before you go to bed, say, I want to see a ghost. I'm open to like this. There's things you can do to open yourself up to it. And people do that and then they see things. But I would be afraid of opening up to the wrong thing, opening up to the wrong thing, because I don't know what I've dated. (laughs) Yeah. Right. You don't know who's dead from our past. It's like, oh, you want to see a ghost, huh? I'm coming in. Yeah. And then you have a weird night. Then or, you have a or, night. Yeah, could destroy your life somehow. They uh, overtake your body. They overtake your body. Take jobs that aren't paid well or scabby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They they scab on you, or they do improv shows, or you never know what they could they could get us. You know, you don't want to get into it. No. Okay, I have a question for you. If yep. you were a ghost oh, right yeah. now, yeah. where would you want to haunt? Like, where would you want to be ghosting? <sighs> I guess um, Italy. Oh, um, wow. I, I, uh, I like it there. It's the only time I've gone there where I've been very relaxed. I didn't want to uh, return home. So you want to go, you don't want to like go like. What, you want to go. Family? Yeah, not even your family, but like maybe like go th- see like a movie? Get, get into like the Pentagon or something. But you want to go, go relax. Die. As a ghost. And as a ghost, going to the Pentagon. <laughs> To find out, do they have anything on ghosts? <laughs> That's true. I guess when you're a ghost, you probably find out like You probably every... get a manual or something. You probably find out everything you can do and can't yeah, do. Yeah, I, I hope when you die, you're just like, and here's your manual. Yep. Here you go. Here you um, go. These are the things that you can do. Yeah. And these are the things that have happened with ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's like when you become the president and they find out all about UFOs, that's what happens when you're a ghost? Yeah. They... <laughs> yeah. You must. I'm sure you are filled and i'm just spitballing here <laughs> you are filled with um the eternal knowledge that all the other energies of the spirits yeah. will imbue you there's probably some weird kind of orgy thing <laughs> where that's how they that's that's the beginning image. it's this is a movie i'm working on <laughs> I don't... my my ghostly trip to uh italy and this is how i <laughs> yeah. got there well where would you haunt where would I haunt? I would want to get into places I, like the Pentagon. Like I, that's I guess that's that was my first go to. Like I want to go find out information. I want to be like, oh, you pieces of shit! I knew all this stuff was happening the whole time, but and now I'm a ghost. What kind of information could you get? Like if you, you'd have to wait till someone opened a drawer of secret <laughs> files. But that's the thing: can ghosts not open drawers? I don't know. I guess if they could, they'd be doing it a lot more. <laughs> Right? The Pentagon would be rife with ghosts. <laughs> yeah, it would be rife. Just go, you bastards. I, I knew know. you were doing this. I don't even know why I picked the Pentagon because I am Canadian. Then maybe like the president's, the prime minister's house. <laughs> you really don't know how our system of government works, do you? He has a house. He has his own house. His own little house. Well, <laughs> go to the garage, see what he's got there. Um, well, you know, I'd, I'd want to go find out information I'd always wanted to find yeah, out. Yeah, I'd like, um, I, I think that's why people want to be invisible when they yes! want a superpower. They want exactly. to be able to find out stuff. I mean, a ghost is pretty uh, hardcore. And can, can't, do you have to haunt? Like, these are things if I could interview a ghost, obviously, I would ask them. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, I mean, obviously. Would you haunt? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you haunt? How does it work? But I'm not going to get there, so we're going to try and figure it out as I have guests on the show. Oh, it'd be funny if it was just a bunch of ghosts saying, well, I'm trying to get to the Pentagon, but it's just so full. <laughs> it's so full. I, I'm waiting in line for the Pentagon for 
1,000 years. I was in and out of the prime minister's house <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> There's nothing going on. Nothing. Oh, Andy, you're not on the mic, but where would you pick? I'll tell people. Where would you haunt? Um, I, oh, just like a brand new house. Andy would... really confused. <laughs> a brand, a, a new, brand new house. Brand new house. No people, one's lived here before. <laughs> no There's no history. <laughs> It'd be really confusing for everybody. So yeah, Andy says brand new house. I like that. I like being the first ghost somewhere. That's really. That's I want to be waiting in line for the Pentagon. Um, and you want to relax in Italy? Well, I might, yeah, I might do that or take petty revenge on people, depending on what powers I had. Yeah, and do ghosts all have the same powers? Again, question yeah. for a ghost. There's going to be a list of questions yeah. for a ghost. I, like, if I, my, all, whenever someone said, what is your superhero power? My superhero power would make to be able to make someone soil themselves immediately. <laughs> so like if they cut I've me off. I've never had that as an option. Yeah. I didn't know that was an option. Uh, if someone really bothered me, I'd wait till they were giving a presentation or something and then, and then <laughs> like a full And what would empty. your name be as a superhero? Shit man? I, I probably wouldn't <laughs> be advertising myself. <laughs> yeah, so you'd be a villain. Because anyone that shits themselves, they'll immediately go, oh. <laughs> Shit man did this. <laughs> I wonder what happened. And it's always you that's there. <laughs> it's always, like, yeah. It's like, Colin Shit man? <laughs> no, I, I'll have glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. When you're Shit man, you wear glasses. It's like Superman takes them off and you put on different glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, no, Colin wears. Black glasses, no, not red are... ones. Shit no. man wears red glasses. Why does he have a big S on his chest? Nah, he's just... <laughs> That's just Colin. <laughs> I also like that shit man has a tattoo of an ass on his chest. Yeah, I don't think that'll be the great... Uh, Maybe the uh, evacuator. Ooh, the evacuator. I like that. It'll yeah. confuse people at first. They'll think you're helpful. <laughs> yes. And then, no, nope, the he makes you shit. All right, so now I have two screenplays I can work on. <laughs> yeah. The ghost one and the shit one. Um, <laughs> and can the shit you, one's good, um, though. The shit one's good. And can you travel as a ghost? Like, That's what I'm it... wondering. Because in Harry Potter, they stay in the same painting. <laughs> I don't think that's based on science. <laughs> Do they move in the paintings? Ghosts that are not in the paintings. There's ghosts that aren't in the paintings. Yeah. I yeah. Know. And again, it's it's not based on science. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't want to. Anyways, and also Harry Potter, don't really pay attention to that anymore. (laughs) J.K. Rowling sucks. Um, But, yeah, in general, we don't know what ghosts can do, so it's hard. We got to ask a ghost. (laughs) That's true. We have to make some blind assumptions, (laughs) hammer them home. I'm just realizing this is my first time talking about ghosts. (laughs) So, no, no, no. Oh, it'd be so cool if you could score a ghost. (laughs) Oh, my God. on the show. Oh, man, that would help so much. Well, I might have a lead on a medium. Oh. Like someone who thinks they're a medium. So, <laughs> Well, two different things. <laughs> someone who is a medium but and someone who all thinks... Mediums, aren't all mediums or people who think they're mediums? Well, I guess so. Yeah. But they probably... They know they're mediums as opposed to, I think I'm a medium. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it's that she, she, she connects in weird ways to ghosts and she sees ghosts in certain times in her life. Oh, okay. So, listen, it'll be in a few episodes. Well, no, that sounds much more... Interesting in my You're very interesting. Thank you, sir. Shit, man. <laughs> well, no, the evacuator. <laughs> the evacuator, I'm sorry. Oh, ah! <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I gra- can't breathe. <laughs> must, must, oh. <laughs> that was like the worst 
jump scare. <laughs> I sounded more like I was scared. Yeah, so I have to work on that. Yeah. Because I do want to scare. <laughs> got me in the thing I wanted to do so bad but I'll I'll get someone eventually that was my first okay. try you should have someone like hide behind a chair yeah before they, they get here so they like just put a box in the room and they got to stay in the box yeah. like Ellen used to do and everyone yeah. talked about Ellen being like not nice afterwards like she did make a lot of people stay in a box for like half an hour yeah. to scare just somebody. saying you know Andy's sitting over there yeah not very much. Andy you should scare people put them in a box you should try that at one point to scare both of us okay Keep that in mind for the next little bit. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Um, okay, so. Yeah. Another question. Any ghosts uh, in whose line is it anyway? Any, like, stories of ghosts in the theater you worked in or anything like that? <laughs> uh, yes, the ghost of, of an improv <laughs> TV show. I'm going to go out on a limb. Okay, great. I'm going to say no. No, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying I to think. Ask. I don't even know if. Because I imagine those old studios got ghosts in those studios. I guess it seems it's more of a theater thing. Yeah. I've never that's heard the true. haunting of Studio 3B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but people are mad about not getting pilots going and stuff. I guess. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. But yeah, no theaters. Uh, a lot of theaters I've worked in have been haunted. People have really? been haunted. And yeah, they, there's always. And it's, I guess it's usually an actor. Yep. An actor. It makes sense. Or just that it's an old building that has, like, how long do ghosts stick around in a building? <laughs> Again, this is something an actual ghost would answer much better than I. <laughs> well, and you're really missing out on not having – that's the thing. You'll never have these answers. I know, but we will try to figure them out ourselves through doing this podcast. I think getting people's stories – like, even the fact – like, your friend experiencing that is wild. You know, like that is a wild thing that how can we deny that that happened? We, we, I think you're going to have to have at some point like one of those murder boards <gasps> where you have ghosts can sit in a car. Yeah. And then it will lead to Pentagon ghosts. <laughs> like I will the, – the, the, the ultimate episode will be when I get to talk to yeah. somebody who experienced a ghost I would the Pentagon. Think the, the White House would have some hauntings. Yeah, right? the White House would for sure have some hauntings. Any of those big, old, established places. And are there animal ghosts? Have there been uh, talk of animal ghosts? Not yet. I haven't talked to anyone about animal ghosts yet, but I believe in them. How can we be ghosts and they can't be ghosts? And do ghosts wear clothes? These are big questions. <laughs> are they naked? And at what Age is your ghost. Uh, like, is it when you die? Because at that point, who wants to look like an old guy through eternity? Yeah, you want to look at, you want to pick your look. Yeah, do they pick your, when was your best year? What uh, would you uh, pick as your ghost year? 26, when Ooh. I was 26. Why? Why 26? I got a lot of action. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to Italy? As I don't know what's happening on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to look your best? You want to pick up in I, Italy I, as a ghost? I want to look my best. I love it. Yeah. Who would I pick? You know what? I think I would pick around 30. I'm eight years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I liked where, what I looked like then. Yeah. I yeah, think it it'd be most, it would just be a physical thing. It would just Not, be a physical it, thing. I'd have the wisdom I have now, of course. Oh, of course. I have tons of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, gotta have that. It just grows exponentially year by year. That's why I always think of you. Very wise. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Next part of the podcast, we're going to be reading... 
a couple oh. stories oh. from the 11 of the scariest ghost stories from Reddit. <laughs> They're not very long. Okay. And I'm going to read weird, them. That's weird because Reddit is usually really in-depth. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But I'm like, okay, these are the scariest ones. Let's right. see if they are, okay? okay? Here's one story. Okay. It wasn't a little girl. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> this could be... I got you. I this, scared you. This could go so many ways. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks and telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help, neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area. We, we, we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsites, and we all saw a very tall, pure, white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. <laughs> did, did they agree at that moment? Was that something about, do you see something six foot? <laughs> yeah, I think they're like, we see a six foot bean. Okay. Okay, we made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer and it disappeared into the trees all night we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep sounds to me like a naked camper could be that could be um an albino deer walking on its back legs (laughs) yeah going uh, there's lots of explanations for that one it could be an alien thing yeah exactly and maybe they heard a little girl at some point and they're like i'm going to replicate the voice just didn't get the height memo. <laughs> now. Okay. I take it this was uh, maybe before cell phones were a thing? Must have been. Because you don't see, are there, are, uh, are there like people taking photographs of what they think may be ghosts or something? Yeah, there's definitely that kind of stuff online. Yeah. But I think they don't photograph the same way we photograph because they're like dust or something. <laughs> I'm going to say they're uh, an, uh, an, some sort of energy. Some like form an of energy. energy built up into little balls. Dust. <laughs> they're like dust or something. <laughs> You're not making a, a ghost seem very uh, palatable. <laughs> I feel like they're like whatever dust is in the room, like gathered together. Wow, have you thought out this podcast? <laughs> yes, I have. I have. And it's like, I, I just, I think it's, you know, we don't know. So it's like interesting. No, I guess anything we say is like, we could follow with, well, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> we could say anything. Yes. We don't definitely. know. Yeah, there could be uh, dust that pulls together. <laughs> I don't see But that's how... the fun of it, to guess. It's to guess. Um, okay, here we go. Another one. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going to guess at some point you're going to get into the scientific part. I mean, maybe not today. but Maybe not today. But, but yes, like have, that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay, great. Anytime. One episode will be science. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, you know, I'm sure like ghost hunters have gotten together and shown their ectoplasmic. Well, they have their little things where they look for ghosts. Yeah, because that's their job. <laughs> yeah, that's ghost hunters. Yeah. So there's some science there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get all the vocab down, guys. Okay, uh, here's another one. Okay. Okay. The unrest stop. (laughs) I was driving across country with my mom and sister. 
when I was 16 and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were well-rested still and alert. We were driving along an, uh, an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on a road trip at the gas station, as well as a small gray parked car at the pump in front of us with two young men standing still outside of it. Who's a ghost so far? We don't know. Could be the teens. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest shops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and stayed, and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work, and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of us, and the two men had not moved at all. Not an inch. They weren't talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there still as stone. My sister and mom came running back out to the car, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned in to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear to fucking shit, we all saw the same thing. They had eyes dark as pitch and empty, truly empty, not black, not reflecting light at all, just a void. We sped out of there and didn't stop until we were in the next city. The worst thing about the entire experience, we couldn't find the place on any map. We knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look, and we couldn't find it on Google Maps or any paper map we had. We even asked locals about the creepy gas station out on that stretch of road, and they only got confused. We've traveled on that interstate since, and there is no rest stop. Okay, that's kind of freaky. That's very Hotel California. I love that he stayed in the car while <laughs> yeah. his family went to the I'm haunted restaurant. We all got a bad <laughs> yeah, I, feeling. I got a bad feeling. You better, uh, <laughs> you better just hurry. Just I hurry. Mean, just, I'm going to lock the doors. So knock when you come back. Yeah, wow. it's very like very gas station California. So it's like a Brigadoon thing where it appears every. Yeah, if you what? need it, it appears. But then the bumps don't work. <laughs> and was there anyone. If it was a gas station, you would think there would be someone in the gas station. Yeah. So there's holes in the story. There's holes. There's holes in the story. Okay. So those are our two little ghosty stories that we've read. And now the next paranormal type item we're going to get into is what? Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) Andy, I just got to tell you, Andy is a non-believer of ghosts, completely non-believer. So he'll be here to check us when he thinks we need checking. And Andy believes that well, story was... I don't think he's had much trouble t- <laughs> yeah. leading up to this point. But... Yeah. Okay, so... All right. We're going to get into it here with the U- the U- things happening in the USA with UFOs, um, which now have a, a new name called UAPs. Oh. And it is... That is anonymous... Where is it? It is... Unidentified aerial phenomena. Hmm. So they're kind of making it. Why did they do? Why, I think why they, they changed the brand. I think they changed the name because they're getting so much crap right now, and they're trying to make it like, well, it's not UFOs; it's this. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. America would buy it. So, <laughs> the the craziest part about these stories. So they had this big thing with Congress mm-hmm. because there was a guy that was a whistleblower, and. Um, his name is Major David Grush. Um, he went from being part of the Pentagon's UAP task force to becoming a whistleblower. And he went on this other podcast and said a bunch of stuff. But then when he was in front of Congress, he was he would have gotten in trouble if he like lied or whatever, because mm-hmm. he's under oath. So he didn't say everything he said. 
And some things he was like, I'll tell you behind closed doors. Um, but the biggest thing that he says that they found was that they found non-human biologics from the crash sites of these UAPs, UFOs that they found. Mm -hmm. So from the pilots, he's saying they found like basically alien DNA. And that's the big thing that everybody's been going. Um, were the pilots alien? That's what he's saying. They're saying that they oh, were. So, so that's why they got alien DNA because it was a pilot. Yeah. The pilot was an alien. Yeah. I would just, just stop there and go, I don't have to check his DNA. That is an alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess he like he can't say it. Like we don't they, they won't show the pictures. And he's saying that they're that they're not. And like people are getting um, there was alluding to people being murdered that had been working for the U.S. government that were trying to talk about this stuff. Those ghosts would be at the Pentagon. <laughs> Those ghosts are going to be at the freaking Pentagon yeah. Yeah. For, for sure. sure. Yeah. So, yeah, and then, um, yeah, so that we, from pilots and adding that, the assessment that he didn't see it, but he, it was the direct knowledge of the UAP program I talked to that are currently still the, about 40 people that he talked to said, and it's based on information I've been given by individuals with longstanding track record of legitimacy and service to the country. Um, <sighs> so, so bizarre. Yeah. So, and then there's this other uh, sighting. And there's a bunch. There's so many. Mm -hmm. And people didn't want to come forward because they were, they were getting hushed, but also, like, people thought it was a joke, so nobody would want to come forward and, like, you, you know, the legitimacy of it. So then there was this man named Ryan Graves, a retired commander. He said, you recounted an incident with a flying object off the coast of Virginia Beach in 2014. While flying an F-18, he said he came upon an aircraft that looked like a dark gray or black cube inside of a clear sphere that he estimated to be 5 to 15 feet in diameter and unlike any aircraft he had ever seen. Graves claimed the UAP could remain stationary despite hurricane force winds. Isn't that wild? Yeah, it's yeah, it's so many questions. What? Yeah, what are your questions? Um, you believe in uh, UFOs? I believe in aliens. Again, I think if we're here, I would uh, hope we're not the only. Yeah, exactly. Life in the entire universe. And I think it's always been said that like they would be so much more advanced than us that it would take so long for us to ever reach them. Mm -hmm. But. How, we don't know that's true. I feel like that's... Yeah. yeah. We don't like, know the science. We, well, we don't know the science, but and no one does because nobody will talk about it. So, like... If you can get an alien and a ghost <laughs> on the same podcast, <laughs> I mean, you'd be golden. Do we think that aliens are among us now? Oh. Well, it depends. Why? Like, why? Why would they... If they're so advanced, why would they check us out? They would, within tw tw a 24-hour news period, they go, huh. That's and why do they keep crashing in the states? Yeah, that's true. Why? Why does no other country seem to have, or are they just better at keeping it secret? Well, yeah, or they might be better at keeping. Or do aliens see the U.S. as the most powerful country, and that's why they're headed there? Like, are they? Because you'd think they could watch all our stuff and do everything. Yeah, they probably checked out the prime minister's house. <laughs> Decided, <laughs> no, not Canada. <laughs> when, what, what would your, like, alien vibe be, do you think? What would your look be if you were an alien? 
Just pick any look. I, I, if I, I could know, pick leather? any leather, <laughs> yes. Okay, so you'd be wearing like a leather jacket. Well, something comfortable. Yeah, I guess it'd be one of those one pieces that you always see in the science yep. fiction. Yeah. Or would? No, I guess you wouldn't be naked. I think Unless they would be you... clothed like we're clothed. I yeah. do think that that would probably happen because so they be probably have privates. Yeah. You know. Yep. I always get confused on space shows when, they, when like aliens, different aliens have sex with each other, like different kinds of aliens. How do the parts mix together? Which uh, which show specifically are we talking about now? Well, like Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. Star Trek. Again. It happens on Star Trek. <laughs> not based on. But science. nothing's based on science, Colin, because we can't talk to the aliens. That's true. I'm sure they have found ways. If they're advanced, I'm sure yeah. in the, uh, sexual relations, they've also an interpersonal. Uh, relationships I'm, I'm i'm sure they're way ahead of us yeah i'm sure they work together you never see uh and the aliens are usually the same type right they kind of they look the same a lot on tv and stuff. upside down teardrop heads yeah upside down teardrop heads and that's like the video that came forward from the states like a long time do you remember that old grainy yeah. movie and it's like that's not real my alien, alien would autopsy? be like like flat Flat head. Okay, now this this is you. You're <laughs> talking about me. if you were an alien. If I could just be an alien and okay. be whatever kind of alien I wanted, All right. I would have like a flat head and a bunch of tentacles out the side, so I could like touch everything and feel everything. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a better way of doing that. <laughs> yeah. Like why why is it attached to your head? Oh, I don't know. I think our heads are like really sensitive. So imagine like hairs. Like being out farther and being thicker and more like hands. Okay. Yeah. No, I, that's, uh, we just don't know. We just don't know. <laughs> yeah. But we're never going to know. We just believe, right? It's like, what do you believe? What are you connected to? Do you ever do, uh, now just, this is our final little bit of chat. Okay. I have, what happened? You know something? <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. You will be a ghost after this. Um, do you ever have you ever got your tarot's read or have you ever gotten your hands read or anything like that? My like your palms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Never got my hands read because I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just to pass your hands. I oh, did. you have some molds there. The only and I don't I don't know I don't think this is a. Um, I was teaching a, a workshop at Second City a long time ago. Yeah. And the student said, you know, I'll, I'll read your handwriting. Your handwriting? Yeah. So I, I signed my name and she looked at it and goes, oh, all right, you have someone in your life who will be there um, all the time. <laughs> Not uh, This is a friend. And it's kind of described Ryan. They will be responsible for different things in your life, work and relationship-wise. And, you know, because of him, I met Deb. And because of yeah. him, I got Second City. I thought that's Ryan weird. Styles. Yeah. Wow. Not Gosling. We, <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah. Things went south after that, but <laughs> he was like fourteen. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> I, I just couldn't hang out we with him anymore. We were best friends. <laughs> yeah. It was. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I, no, I've never. My my mother goes to psychics every once in a she while. She does. Yeah. My mom does too. Yeah. Yeah, and she's she's getting into tarot and stuff like that. And I'm into tarot. I was going to do a tarot card for you, but I uh, couldn't find the deck. <laughs> <laughs> and right there, I lose confidence in you. <laughs> As a tarot reader, it's shoved somewhere. And I was like, I got the book, but I don't got 
the tarot cards. You need the tarot cards to do well, a reading. That's very important. Some people do them with like actual playing cards, don't they? Yep. Yep. There's all different ways to do it. But you have none of those. I do at home. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's see if we can find online a random. See, Andy, if you can find a random tarot card generator. Um, so read. I've never heard of someone reading somebody's. I'm I'm really nervous to get anything read by somebody else because I find I believe whatever they say. Yeah. And who knows? And you, would you prefer not to know th- stuff? Yes, I would prefer not to like know Like if someone stuff. said, I know exactly the day you're going to die. Wouldn't want to know. Yeah. Because I think I would just dread it forever. Because once my, oh, Andy has found a tarot. Would you like a tarot card read? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. You need. Okay. Do I have to? Colin. Yes, for Colin. Yeah. Do I just hold? Ooh. The hermit. Oh, oh that, the hermit is a great card. That's so me. That's so you? Okay, it is. tell it me truly why is. you. I uh, enjoy being by myself. Yeah. Or with my family, who I, you know, I, I do obviously love. love very much. The pandemic, I realized it was a horrible time, of course. Yes. Loved it. <laughs> Loved Pat it. Was home. It was the longest I'd been home in like 20 years. Uh, found out, you know, Deb yeah. and I still enjoy each other. Yeah, that's and, a big thing. Andy and I were like, yeah. we really do like each other during this time. And Deb's, Deb, of course, you know, as, the, as we were all in lockdown, okay, here's our talk. Uh, throughout this time, of course, we'll got on each other's nerves. Yep. This is your designated room. You go to it. This is mine. <laughs> we had <laughs> moments so, <laughs> of that. We're like, when Harry, Harry, our oldest, was pretty young, so at nap time, we wouldn't ever really hang out. That was like our one time to just be completely alone during the day. It's funny when you're in that space, you're not doing anything, but you also need to be alone. Yeah. I think yeah. Just for your mental health. Absolutely. So this is what the card suggests for you right now. Oh, the oh, hermit. What, what does it suggest? The hermit suggests that you are in a phase of introspection oh. where you are drawing your attention inwards, kind of exactly what you're talking about, and looking for answers within you are in need of a period of inner reflection away from the current demands of your position. Which, so right. It, which is what the pandemic was for it's you. Spot you on. Yeah. And do you feel like right now that is something you need again? Like after having it, do you miss it? Miss the pandemic. Well, like miss during, what it gave you. During it, I thought, you know what? This is, I could actually, I think I could actually at the very least semi-retire. Yeah, I don't know if I could fully retire, but I thought I I really have. Yeah, to you're find very you're you're amazing. How much you do even just within our community, and you're still. I give too much, Sarah. I just uh, give you too much. you are it's amazing. Like the, the the amount you perform and have so much fun. You're such a present performer whenever you come perform with us. Oh, thank you. I do enjoy, I uh, enjoy it, and I I talked to my agent. I said you know because I'm doing a tour with Brad Sherwood wow. from Who's Line that we've been doing for twenty years. Yeah. I'm doing a tour with a hypnotist. Yep. I've seen the posters for that. You've got to talk about that a little bit. Uh, yeah, that well, should be the last thing we talk okay. about here because I bet you've had some interesting and experiences so I thought, there. You know what? Maybe I pull back a little. So after uh, April of 2024, I am free. Wow. Right. So no At more tours. Point. Well, we'll see. <laughs> okay, immediately. I was like, I will be going back to well, it right away. <laughs> also, those guys have nothing else. It's like I'm their sole support. That's hard. <laughs> that, But it is hard when it it's is. like you're like a big reason. So has there been any kind of paranormal-esque experiences with the hypnotizing? And do you really believe people are being hypnotized in that moment? I do. Yeah. And let me tell you why. Because I came into it... Uh, 
I think all of my hypnosis knowledge came from like the Flintstones and yes. Bugs Bunny. And it was, I was off a little. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bugs Bunny? Maybe yeah. maybe there's no science with the Bugs Bunny. I'm, I'm the Bugs Bunny of this. <laughs> See, what happens when you hypnotize, the yeah. part of your brain that deals with self-reflection that says, you know, uh, you're going to embarrass yourself. You won't know what's That's gone. And so you're just open to everything. Yeah. I had to improvise on an MRI f- for a study. And the same thing happens when you, you improvise. You did? Yeah. Improvising an MRI for an hour and a half. Not as much fun as it sounds. <laughs> Just I say. was like, man, how do we get that gig? <laughs> Who did you do did it with? I'm not claustrophobic. So Who I'm did just, you improvise with? Uh, it was me by myself. Are you serious? Yeah. That's even very even hard. Yeah. That's hard to do. Yeah. So um, so that's what happened when you improvise the part of your brain that deals with self-criticism. Uh, that activity uh, kind of goes away in the creative part. That makes sense. That makes sense. So we've had these, uh, like this woman came up afterwards and said, you know, I have crippling social anxiety. I have no idea why I said I'd do this. It was the best hour of my life. Oh, wow. And so she was looking for improv troops to start uh, with. Um, we had an improviser. Like every night we have a superstar. So one night the superstar, her friend comes up and goes, you know, she's an improviser. I went, oh. She's never improvised that way before. She was grounded. Wow. Her characters were amazing. She's not a one-liner person, but the one-liners were just coming out. So it's it been almost fascinating. brings you to a point where maybe it's what you would even want to be in some ways. Yeah. Like I, I got hypnotized once because I don't think it fully worked on me. Yeah. But the one thing it did do is made me do everything that was happening in front of my entire high school. Yeah. But I was knowing it was happening. I wasn't totally yeah, aware, out of it. They're aware the entire time. It, but I did do it all. So maybe I was. I just was like, because they're like, you won't remember any of it until you walk through the door. When I Before I hit the door, I'm like, I know what happened. <laughs> like, but I'm not in this. I was in a different state. Yeah. But like I they wasn't. They all look like they're asleep, but they're yeah. aware the entire time. I'll do a scene with someone, and they'll reference a scene that happened three scenes before they weren't in. And the, do, does the wild. audience lose it when that happens? Yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, yeah, the connections there must be wild as an improviser. Yeah, to be playing with people that maybe a lot of the time aren't improvisers at all. Oh yeah, and then you're doing amazing shows. What's interesting is they have no. There's like no. It's not like let's work towards this ending. It's just all they do is give you information, and it's. Usually, there was one scene, I was a superhero, I'm looking for a sidekick, get from the audience, uh, the Gibraltar kid. So I said, oh, you're a Gibraltar kid, what's your power? Are you strong like a rock? Or He goes, no, I have residency in Gibraltar. And I went, what? He goes, yeah, anything happens in Gibraltar, I take care of it. <laughs> That's I thought, so okay, good. Such a weird superpower. <laughs> I can live where I am. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you might not have got that from someone like me or yeah. something because we'd be going for a joke in a different way They're that so... maybe we're, we can rely on that's in our toolbox that we've done a million times. So when you're going, it's like such a grounded place all these people are coming from. <laughs> yeah, no, it was one woman I said, what's your superpower? She said, delayed gratification. I thought, oh, <laughs> should I? I said, okay. So <laughs> um, let's say that there's a bank robbery. What do you do? She goes, well, I walk up but I don't go in right away. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I didn't go the dirty yeah, way because you're like, a little. should I get into this one? Oh, okay, great. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, because I always see the posters and I'm like, that looks... For one, I thought it would be very hard. 
Yeah. I mean, I, daunting. I guess it's, it is daunting. I mean, it was weird the very first show because yeah. it's not something you can rehearse. Yeah. And as we walk on, I said to Assad, the hypnotist, hey, if I ask them to do this, will they do it? And he goes, I don't know. Um, <laughs> You're like, wait, you like, should what? know this. He said, well, yeah, they might, but sometimes it depends on the subject. Some will immediately do it. Some, it's like they're stoned and so they're a little slow to react. It's like, oh, okay, should have asked that a while ago. <laughs> yeah, and then you're just there. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of improv in general. Hey, this podcast, <laughs> we hey, jumped into this one. Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows. <laughs> but that's kind of the beauty of it all, right? Like, that's what I love about improv is that everyone always asks, like, what's the difference between improv and sketch? And what do you love about both of them? I was like, sketch gives this reaction of you've worked hard on this and people are along with you for the ride and the thing you've written and spent time on kills. And that's amazing. And then I think it's more magic in improv because you're they're on the ride that you're making it up on the spot. And some of those jokes wouldn't work in a sketch environment because you just made it up on the spot. So this adds like another layer of like very normal people doing good scenes with you. It must be wild for the audience to see it's when we were doing who's line we you know people are constantly say well it's all written you know we've had people say i can see you reading the cue cards <laughs> i go okay transcribe those scenes and then read them yeah. and yeah. try to do them anywhere yeah like yeah. yeah do those as sketches and see like you think we spend time on these sketches yeah. it's so funny it's like yeah because it's magic yeah, and, and no that's sense. and that's the beauty of it but there is a thing of translate like Second City is all about that. You literally improvise, but you have an idea yeah. to you come in with more information than what we would usually come in with yeah. and what you would do on whose line. And being and able to go back and work on it and get rid of those parts that don't quite make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and always, you know, there's that second time rule at Second City. After well, you improvise yeah. it, it's garbage. Like the second time when you just try to recreate it, you have to do it like three or four times to make it good. So that this sounds like an extra magic show improv wise. Yeah, it's it's um, it's been great. It's been really good for me. I think it's really helped me um, kind of hone my skills too, because it really is. You know, I'm usually working with people I know, so yeah. I, I kind of. Even I think I this sounds incredibly scary. Yeah, like as an improviser, I'm always nervous to work with new people, and let alone people that are hypnotized. It really sharpens <laughs> your listening um, powers because you really you don't want to miss anything because they give you gems all the time. So yeah, and a lot of silence. Which is nice because uh, me just turning to the audience going, what the f-? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Sarah. I'm um, thank- glad to hear, be here for your virgin. Um- yeah. My first one. You're helping me figure it out in the funnest way possible. Well, this was a blast. I hope- Whoa! Oh, God. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It's yeah, like. It's kind of like you were I, I didn't think Uh-oh. before. I, I think it's the noise you make. It's not really. Um... What would be a good noise? Oh, God. I don't. <laughs> I got... <laughs> You're better at it. And than a bit me. of a lunge. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. kind of go to the side. And I... <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I had to try one more time and I, I didn't change anything about it. I just well, did the same thing that didn't work before. I think by your next podcast, you'll have this down. Yeah. I, I'd say don't even warn them. Yeah. Okay. Andy's going to be on some podcast podcast where I try to trick, like, convince him that ghosts are real. Okay. We'll see. And maybe be by in sk- a box at some point. Pardon? Will he be in a box? Yes, time? we hope so. All <laughs> the whole time, we'll see. We've got we've got Anne Pornell coming up. She, I think I could scare Anne. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anne yeah. seems scareable. I'll scare her for sure with her permission. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, part of part of your intent with this podcast is to prove to Andy there are ghosts. Yeah, that's going to be like a monthly trying. Well, he's already snickering. I know, I know. He doesn't believe. He's a he's a non-believer. So as a community, we're going to try and convince Andy that they're real at all. Andy does tarot readings and people cry after them. And then he's like, well, don't worry about it. It's all bullshit. Like he. Wow, that's not a good business model. No, he's, just tell you. he's not. <laughs> if you want to return but business. He, but that's what you do. <laughs> you a few times. It's not like a thing I'm always doing. No. I've done it three times. They've all cried. I tell them it's bullshit. bullshit. That's a bunch of hocus pocus. Hocus pocus. That's what you say. Not bullshit. Anyways, but we'll get into that when we, but yeah, he's, it's funny. What do you think is easier to prove, that there are ghosts or there aren't? I mean, we'd have to talk to a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Again, this hinges on so much. No, no. I think it's it's easier to say there isn't because. You can just say it. You don't need, but you don't have proof. Yeah, you don't have proof. It's almost like, oh, I have faith that there aren't any. Yeah. Which you get into the religious part. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, exactly. You sound crazier by saying there are ghosts. It's like, (laughs) for sure. So it's a hard argument to have. But for me, I just like in my body feel like if we are here, then of course, for me, that can be real as well. That's that's how I feel in my bones. I just think it's real. That we know. That we know. And I'm not a ghost. Oh, that would have been a cool twist. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone, I've been a ghost this whole time. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. And I hope you don't get haunted tonight. Wait a minute. What? (laughs) I signed something. (laughs) Hey, man, you might have opened a door here. I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you very much. And uh, anything, any last words? What what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> would you like to say anything no, to say goodbye to? Her? <laughs> wow! I scared you at the end. I think you did. I think I did you it did. in the end. I scared him by accident. Um, thank you for listening to the funny thing about ghosts, where your weekly podcast about ghosts and the paranormal. <laughs> this has been the funny thing about ghosts. Follow us on socials at The Funny Thing About Ghosts, and see you next week. This podcast has been brought to you by The Sonar Network. 